This is the podcast for creatives and creators who are sharing their work with the world and as a result have found themselves in the rather uncomfortable role of online marketer. They're not really sure what to say, how to say it, or even if they should. If that's you, you're in the right place and the good news is you don't have to show up alone anymore. And here on the podcast, we'll look both at the stories you tell others in your emails, website copy and more, and the ones you're telling yourself. So, welcome, I'm Keely Rees and you're listening to What I Wish I'd Said Instead. Today I wanted to talk about creative currency. Now this has come from a concept I created for myself to give these very abstract feelings a measure that I could explain to myself as well as to others as I needed to. It is a similar thing to the idea of like having capacity or having the bandwidth to do something, to take on a project. A lot of people say that, but for some reason that word never really captured it for me. Capacity is a very broad term and while it does work, it doesn't necessarily pinpoint why you do or don't have capacity or bandwidth for that new project or task. Is it time? Is it creative or mental space or just something else? For example, there might be times where you do have the time for something, but just you don't have the energy or vice versa. And as I rolled this concept around in my brain, it began to take shape. And I realized that there are at least four components of, or four types of dollars that make up this creative currency other than time, which could be applied to anything. So I'm not including that here. The first one is creative dollars. I mean, this is pretty obvious, but you need a certain amount of creative dollars in your bank if you're going to be creative, right? When I used to make short films, I would only have the creative dollars to spend on that one project. And it was extremely difficult to spend creative dollars in more than one place and get good results. And I guess it's kind of like real dollars in you can spend little amounts in lots of spaces or you can save it up and spend big on one thing. And that's ideally how I like to work, I think. I dive wholeheartedly into one thing at a time and I make it amazing rather than trying to spend my dollars on too many projects all at once. But it's just not always possible to have that luxury. That kind of switching of the creative dollar spending can be really depleting, but there are just times that you need to do it. For example, a few years ago, I was finishing my degree, I was planning a wedding, I was making my own wedding dress, I was finishing my short film, and I was up till 3am most nights and just generally existing on cortisol. So it is doable when you need to. You can dig deep and tap into all those lovely natural chemicals to make it all happen, but it's it's not sustainable or huge amounts of fun and it's probably not conducive to our best work. And then of course afterwards you maxed out on your creative bank and your minus $11 million and you're bankrupt and you're probably just due for a burnout episode, so it's not ideal. But that's our first one, creative dollars and knowing how many creative dollars a specific project is going to cost you. Creative dollars are probably the easiest dollars to earn, however. Unlike our next one, which is brave dollars. Now, I only, and I assume I'm not the only one, have a finite amount of brave dollars to spend at any one time across all areas of my life. And they are the hardest dollars to earn. Brave dollars get spent when we step outside our comfort zone or when we try something new. For example, when we socialize for the introverts amongst us or when we share our work or our art when we show up and get visible, either by posting online or maybe speaking up at work, having tough conversations, exploring creative topics or forms that are controversial, and so on. You could also think of these as confidence dollars. If that works for you, it's much of a muchness. But any time we put our heart through something that makes it beat just that little bit faster or we feel the need to use that screaming face emoji, we're using what I call brave dollars. And some of us seemingly have endless amounts of brave dollars and others of us have to spend them really wisely because our bravery banks are a little bit leaner. 
And right now, I personally am pretty much maxed out on bravery dollars. If there was a bravery credit card, those bills would be looking scary high right now. And that's what it can feel like sometimes when you're pushing yourself and spending bravery dollars that you haven't earned yet. They're just not in your bank, but you have to do the thing anyway. So you push yourself and you know you'll need to spend a bit of time paying back those bravery loans and even more time to get your brave stores back up again. But I'll get to that in a moment. The third one is energy dollars. I think we've all had times where we might be crazy inspired and maybe even feeling brave, but we're just physically exhausted. And we've probably had those nights where we're wired but tired, you know, or or even early mornings where the ideas are sparking away, but our bodies are like, yeah, no. Or maybe chronic illness makes this particular category one of the main things that impact our ability to create. Even if it's not chronic illness, but we're unwell or just have other hashtag life issues going on, we can feel the creativity just taunting us and saying, come on, let's play. But we're just physically depleted and unable to carry that creativity spark from a hovering thing into a reality. And it's probably worth noting here that if we are maxed out in other spaces, like too much brave spending, for example, our bodies will probably pull rank for a while and take us out so we can refill a bit. And the last one is emotional dollars. It's probably closely linked to brave dollars, but it felt important to give them their own category because it doesn't take long for the lack of emotional dollars to spill their bankruptcy over into the other accounts. Emotional debt carries over into physical exhaustion, lack of energy dollars then cuts into our creativity, and then that's usually when our brave dollars have to kick in to keep us going forward even if our hearts are heavy. So we start spending brave dollars to get ourselves going through the motions again and it takes brave dollars to do what we need to do to fill ourselves back up. So why is this helpful? Firstly, because it helps us to assess and articulate why we can't do something or take on a project. And I can say, personally, that is a huge relief to be able to pinpoint why I might not have capacity for something I would otherwise really want to do. It means I'm less likely to start blaming myself or feeling like I'm not capable. And it means if it's a project I do want to follow through on or I need to for a client, I know where I need to focus in order to fix it and get the right dollars back into my bank account. Secondly, leading on from that, it then empowers us to be able to say no to certain clients or projects if you know it's going to put you into creative bankruptcy on a regular basis, even if you have time. Or if you know you can't do a specific project because you've spent all your creative dollars that month or week or whatever, you can book it in for next month. This means it helps you to budget, so to speak, for your projects as well. Especially because this method of evaluation helps us assess a project itself. For example, a personal project, say telling your own story, that would be something that might be made up of like 80% brave dollars, 20% combo of everything else. Which means you know for that project, you need to plan to attack it at a time when you're not going to be required to use many brave dollars elsewhere in your life. You probably wouldn't plan for that project around times of big change or other things that are going to require you to spend some brave dollars because that's going to take everything you have. Likewise, something that's expensive in terms of more energy dollars, etc. It's also helpful in our relationships because as artists and creatives, part of who we are, not just in our work, we can't dissect them out of that and not expect an impact overflowing into other areas of our life, like relationships. Because relationships take creativity, bravery sometimes, and energy too, right? So for example, if things in my work or business are expensive in the brave department, I don't have as many brave dollars to then spend on adventures with my partner in that season. And we need to take things a bit more like, hey, let's watch a movie, instead of, hey, let's go out on a three-day weekend, 
off-grid with no power and water and, and go bushwalking in a gorge with boulders so massive you have to jump around on them like Spider-Man and every time you catapult yourself off onto another one, you're wondering if this is the time you'll slip and seriously hurt yourself. I may or may not be describing a real event. If right now I don't have dollars for that, it makes it easier to have that chat and he knows why. He knows where I'm at and what I need and we can kind of meet in the middle and maybe go for an hour's bushwalk just down the road or drive up into the mountains and we just compromise like that until the project is over and my brave dollars are back up and then we can go rock climbing or something. Some helpful questions for you to ask yourself when you're looking at a new project would be something like, is it an expensive bravery or energy spend? Is it worth it? Do you have the budget for that right now? Is that the most impactful place you could spend your dollars for this week? Or would there be better spent on emailing back that client, etc.? It's also worth mentioning that there are times where we can have massive payments withdrawn from our creativity, energy, emotional or brave accounts, sometimes unexpectedly, and it can bring our balance back to zero so easily. Rejection or criticism can take a toll, for example. Bad news, sickness, stuff of life. These hidden expenses or automatic payment deductions can really come without warning, and we can go from feeling amazing and rich in bravery or energy to empty and poor all of a sudden which is why we need to know not just where our bank accounts are at, but also how to earn those dollars back and refill our stores. So let's look at a couple of those ideas now. Just like with our finances, we need to learn how to budget for our dollars in our creative currency and also how to get out of debt and into surplus ready to pour out of an overflow. Because getting out of creativity debt means that there is going to be a time where you're just bringing yourself back to a state of evenness a place of no longer being in lack, but you're still not restored to a profit or a surplus. So in those times, I think it's when we need to be the most gentle with ourselves and recognize that it might take longer than we thought to be ready to tackle a bigger project again, or even just to sort things out in our own life that we've been meaning to for a while. We're not lazy, we're just massively recovering from a state of energy bankruptcy. So when I bankrupt, I usually blob. Blobbing is an official term I've given and I no longer feel guilty about it. If I've hit a wall, I might just need to blob on the floor watching Netflix for an entire day, binge watching whatever, and not asking anything of my brain, my heart, or my body, just to be a blob. And for me, that works. It does help me to restore and reset. If I did it for too long, I'd feel gross and not refilled, but for the right amount of time, it is a helpful thing for me. There is a time for that. There is a time to blob. You heard it here first. We might just need to pull back and earn our dollars from doing nothing. And usually my creative dollars get a bank boost from this as I get really inspired from whatever I've been watching. But it's going to be different for everyone and it may change over time. Just tune in to what inspires you and also what depletes you or who, as these two things will largely impact your creativity dollars. When it comes to earning back our brave dollars, I think we actually build them more like a muscle. When my son was little, I started a book for him where he could write down things that he'd faced and overcome. For example, giving a speech at school. When he'd finished it, I'd get him to write it in his book and how he was feeling before it, what he was telling himself, and then how he felt afterwards and what he'd want himself to know for next time. With something like that to refer to, it means we can borrow that brave dollar spend from our past self. It's like those bravery credit cards I was talking about. It means we can be spending bravery we don't have right now based on stuff we've overcome in the past or stuff we've maybe even seen others overcome. It's also one of those times where spending brave dollars will earn you brave dollars, which also as a slight tangent, there are times that could probably be true for energy dollars and creative dollars. You know, when you feel really tired and you're like, I don't want to go for a walk. And then you come back from a walk feeling all bouncy and have heaps of energy. 
or when you're not feeling creative and then you just start something and that begets more creativity and ideas, etc. Okay, tangent over. And in probably the most obvious suggestion ever, in order to restore our energy dollars, we need to look after ourselves physically. Sleep, so boring, I know. Food, one does not simply exist on coffee, peanut butter toast and protein shakes alone. Movement, getting sunlight, all the usual stuff. And in terms of earning back our creative dollars, these are probably the easiest to earn back, like I said before. Do all the cliche things that inspire you, like galleries, etc. Where is it for you? The hum or clang of a cafe? Rain sounds? Crackling fire? YouTube has some really cool ones to have on in the background while you're writing or creating. Nature, exercise, or maybe you just need to give yourself permission to blob for a while. As I said, I highly recommend it. I think the main thing to know out of all of this is that it's okay to have a different account for these factors that influence our creativity and that this can help us be the best creative selves we can be as we steward our creativity and choose to spend it wisely and as we try to balance our creative projects and our our personal life and be and show up as the best version of ourselves for both. Okay, I genuinely would love to know if you found this little concept helpful. And of course, if you have any other ideas to share on building back up our dollars, then let's encourage each other here. And that would be lovely. Thanks for listening and I'll chat to you next time.